Hello, everyone. My name is Tara Thompson. I am a pharmacist with the Mix It Up podcast. And in this month, the month of October, we are celebrating American Pharmacist Month. And we are highlighting all of the different fabulous pharmacists that we have here at Innovation Compounding, but also wanted to give insight into some of the roles that our pharmacists do within our company. Um, so today we're talking with pharmacist Rebecca Emch. Hi, Rebecca. Hey, Tara. Hey, so we love to take this month to recognize pharmacists and your contributions to healthcare and how you show a positive impact on the front lines of our communities. So in a previous episode of Mix It Up, we spoke with pharmacist Casey Green about his work and leadership in ensuring a good quality compounding program. In this episode, we wanted to talk to Rebecca and another aspect of pharmacy in terms of communication and leading a pharmacy team. So Rebecca is actually a pharmacist with Innovation Compounding who oversees a lot of our data entry and communication points in the pharmacy, as well as formula development, troubleshooting, and also consults a lot with providers and practices um, that we work with. So Rebecca, we wanted to talk to you a little bit today about what you do. So first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and your path into pharmacy. Yes. Well, thank you for having me today, Tara. And uh, well, first of all, my dad is a doctor and my mom is a nurse. So it makes sense. I would want to be in the medical field, right? But uh, for that reason is why I knew that it is not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. My passion actually was in vocal performance, believe it or not, uh, throughout middle school, high school, and even into college. I just loved competing, and I also got as far as singing in Carnegie Hall up in New York with an elite group of people, and I really knew that that's what I wanted to do the rest of my life. But it was at a certain point whenever I was in college that my sister uh, who's also my best friend, got really sick, and I felt pretty helpless at that point. Um, I wanted to know what was wrong with her, and I wanted to know how to fix it. I was already working part-time as a CVS technician while going to um, college, and the more that I learned about what my pharmacist knew, the more I was interested in that profession, and I ultimately was determined to know what they know. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I chose to go to pharmacy school. I wanted to know exactly what can go wrong with the body and then how to fix it. And I've always been a fixer my whole life. And the fact that I now have this knowledge base is one of the most important and valuable things in my life. And I take my fixing attitude along with me whenever I consult every patient and treat them as I would a family member. It's so important that pharmacists and providers and patients that are listening to this hear that, Rebecca, because I think a lot of what we do in school is we learn about drugs and then we were <laughs> almost perceived as going out and working in a pharmacy somewhere and just, you know, looking at medication orders or prescriptions and then picking the drug that matches that and filling it. But there's so much more that goes into what pharmacists do. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you just talked about being a fixer. You know, we we get a problem and we find a solution to it. And I think that's so important to share. So thank you so much for bringing that insight um, today because I, I definitely think you you hit it right on the head. Yes, of course. And you know, even my husband still has a misconception sometimes or even in the beginning, he was like, so all you do is count by fives and <laughs> yeah. so you're great at counting by fives and you're just what, a legal drug dealer? I'm like, no, honey. It's so much more than that. You 
you just really have to, you know, ask a pharmacist, what exactly do you do? And then we'll be happy to, to share that information with you. Yes, definitely. And I think one of the biggest things too, is that our patients know is that your pharmacist is accessible. You, your pharmacist knows so much more than about the medications. They have recommendations for you. They can help you navigate through your condition or through your disease state or through your um, issue with compliance with your medication. And so get to know your pharmacist. It's a great month to do so. Pharmacists are being highlighted in October and we're here to answer patient questions. So if you're a patient listening to this or a provider, get to know your pharmacist, have a chat with them. I think it would really um, be a great network of, of um, people to get to, get to know. Um, Absolutely. Along those same lines, Rebecca, talk about, um, we're talking about how important communication was earlier um, in the pharmacy field. There's all different types of communication when it comes to a pharmacist talking to different groups of people, be it doctors or patients, or even within their pharmacy team. Can you expand upon a little bit of how the different kinds of communication used in pharmacy and, and how it pertains to those different groups? Yes, of course. You know, I'm a huge believer that effective communication goes a long way, not only externally to doctors and patients, but also internally with coworkers and staff. Um, external and internal customer service should be on every pharmacist's radar, um, be, essentially because great communication yields great outcomes. And we really wanna keep that open line of communication with our providers, so that way we always know what's going on with our mutual patients and be an essential part of the healthcare providing team. Um, you know, we're in this field to provide a service. We're here, where we're here to help you and, and to fix your problems. Yeah, that's so great. Pharmacists are becoming more and more part of a multidisciplinary team of mm -hmm. providers and they're, the providers and the, the doctors and the patients too are leaning on us as pharmacists to communicate to them what's going on with their medications, what strengths they need to take, what dosage forms, what drug interactions or drug duplications, or how to save them money even, you know, how to um, compile their list of medications and figure out the most cost-effective and safe way to um, get them up, like ultimately to a positive patient <laughs> outcome. So, um, yes. so important that you said that. And, mm -hmm. you know, I really think it's interesting too, that we take a little bit of class, I guess, classes or courses or education in pharmacy school um, about communicating or empathy, sympathy, and those types of things, being a better communicator. But do you have any advice on learning about communication or education about communication that we can share with um, our listeners, be them providers, pharmacists, or patients? Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, you know, actually, communications is the very first class that I took in pharmacy school, and it, it does teach you a lot of the basics, but beyond pharmacy school, I found that um, I actually took a Dale Carnegie course uh, a few years back, and it was for managers, and it, it really helped to teach me um, more about people and what drives them, uh, what exactly they want and need to hear. Um, how to follow through, uh, how to create a meaningful first impression, and also some, you know, long-lasting relationships. And, you know, it helped me with a lot of other things, too, like memory tricks. <laughs> so 
you know, it's really helpful for people who, you know, not only are pharmacists, but really, you know, you can be any kind of manager, manager or, you know, just anybody in any field, um, you know, even as a stay-at-home mom, it'll help you understand your children more and, you know, be able to, you know, raise them into decent human beings. Um, but at the end of the day, one of the things that he, um, you know, really focused on is that people want to feel important. And that's really what we as pharmacists are here to do. And to show you how important you are, we have dedicated our lives to solving your problem and to, you know, figuring out exactly what it is that's wrong and then being able to treat it. And, you know, if something, you know, is prescribed to you that, you know, you may not be having the best outcome with, okay, well, you know, maybe this class of drug is, you know, the right class of drug for you, but maybe this drug in this class is not the right one. So let's try something else that has a different side effect. So, or maybe we have to change classes of drugs entirely based off of your diagnosis. So, um, you know, you and your health truly matter to us. And, and, and that's really one of the things that I think that Dale Carnegie course really helped to instill in my mind. That would be my recommendation. That's so interesting. We'll have to, we'll have to tag that on here so that whoever's listening can, can look into it because I think it's super helpful to, you know, know how to, how to effectively communicate and get your point across or listen even to listen to what they're saying and how to process that and come back with a, with an answer, a solution for the patients and the providers. I think that's something that they expect a pharmacist to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you're not properly trained in it, or maybe you haven't had enough practice, then, you know, I guess that would be um, a really great course to take. And I'm sure there's management courses out there too that help with leadership and, and communicating mm-hmm. to, internally to your team as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Rebecca and wrapping up that we have a lot of pharmacy students, pharmacy technicians, um, and then just individuals who are interested in the field of pharmacy, but haven't quite took that leap of faith yet um, into the pharmacy field. What advice for I guess those who aren't pharmacists yet or aren't um, necessarily have made their decision to go into the pharmacy field, what advice would you give to them? Uh, My advice would be, well, I guess really whatever your field you decide to go into would just to be involved. Um, Getting into a club that interests you, uh, contribute to that club, maybe even hold a chair in it and learn how to be in a leadership role. And then just going to conventions and networking and um, really in this life, not even pharmacy related, but just in general, it's, it really is all about who you know. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there and to communicate. Yes, definitely. Yeah. We, always, we always say here in pharmacy that if we can't figure it out or we you know, can't get your answer for you, we definitely will know or we'll find somebody who will. So that networking is huge um, in the field of pharmacy. It's a small world and we all have somebody yes. that we can call and, and talk to and get the answer. So very important. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Rebecca, thank you so much for today. This has been such great pearls of wisdom and thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us. And I know that the listeners are definitely going to walk away um, more well-informed, more well-rounded, and we really, really appreciate you being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. And this is such a wonderful opportunity. Awesome. Well, if anybody would like more information about communication, management, compounding, um, or pharmacy in general, please reach out to us today by sending an email to info, I-N-F-O, 
at innovationcompounding.com. So thank you all for listening and we will see you next time.